Now we are calling these Sunday nights when we're getting together, we're just doing it once a month. We're calling it Refresh. How many of you like that? Come in and get refreshed by the Word of God, by the Spirit of God. And just last week, you know, Jane does so good in sending out emails and updates. And she found this scripture, and I want to start with it tonight. I, I love it. It's Jeremiah thirty-one twenty-five out of the NIV. And it says, I will. That's positive, isn't it? It doesn't say, I might. Perhaps it could happen. No, I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. So where does that refreshing come from? It comes from what we just experienced. His presence brings a refreshing. And who can satisfy? No one can satisfy like Jesus. He satisfies the faint. He fills us up with His Word and with His strength. So we're believing that every time we come together, whether it's a Sunday morning our once a month Sunday night, our Wednesday nights, we are believing each and every time we come together, we are satisfied from feasting on manna from heaven, feasting on his word. We had a delicious meal this morning. If you weren't here, you need to go and watch that service online. What a powerful time in the word of God today. I left saying I'm fully satisfied. Praise the Lord. Feasting on manna from heaven. We'll do that. You know, right now it is a very interesting time for the church. But <coughs> I believe this. We are getting our second wind. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we are stepping in to a new season, a new day. We're, it's going to go God's way. And it's not just going to be get back to normal. We are believing it's going to be better than before. We do the coming into His presence. We do the coming and setting at His feet like Mary did and feasting on the Word of God. We're the ones that do the coming. He's the one that does the refreshing and the renewing. I believe I shared this scripture uh, last time that we were together for refresh, but I want to start with it again tonight over in Isaiah chapter 40. And we want to read verse 29 through 31 out of the Amplified. And they don't do so good up there in the booth. I'll probably stop and comment after each one of these verses. So just hang with me there. In verse 29, he gives power to the faint. We just read that, right? That he satisfies the faint. He gives power to the faint and the weary and to him who has no might. He does what? Decreases their strength? No. He, I'm just wanting to see if y'all are awake here on a Sunday night. He increases strength, causing it to multiply and make it abound. Now that is such a wonderful promise. That's such a deal. We can come to him weary and faint. And he's not going to give us just a little bit of strength and enough to barely get by. No, he causes our strength to be multiplied and to make it abound. When I hear abound, I think about overflow. 
And you know, I've been uh, having to look up, not having to, but getting the privilege of receiving a lot of our offerings during our services. So I've been studying a lot of giving scriptures. And I like it when I find things that say he blesses us to the full, running over, (laughs) abounding overflowing well that doesn't doesn't just have to do with our finances this promises us that he gives us strength abounding strength you know what that means that means more than enough strength equal to any task that we may face equal to anything that may come our way we got more than more than more than enough strength glory to god to carry us through can i get an amen And then let's continue reading. We'll look at verse 30 and verse 31. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and selected young men shall feebly stumble, fall, and exhausted. I find this passage interesting. You know why? Because it's telling us that being weary and being exhausted really has nothing to do with your age. It says even the young can be weary and be faint. But why? If they're not drawing on the Lord. If they're not tapping into His strength and His ability. And you'll remember what Pastor Mark said this morning. He said He's renewing our youth. He's renewing His youth. He's renewing my youth. You ought to say He's renewing my youth. Just like the eagle. He said He feels better. And I'll add, He looks better than He did when He was 50. And I'll just say he's strong in every area. (laughs) To God be the glory. That's not just something that he says or I say. This is the Bible. Hallelujah. He will renew our strength. So don't get hung up on it. Well, you know, they're 20 years old. They're 30 years old. You know, there's 30 years old, 30 year olds that couldn't keep up with Pastor Mark and I. It doesn't have to do with your age. It has to do with who's on the inside of you and what you're drawing from and who you're tapping into. Amen? Now, the next verse continues here, and it makes it clear again where our strength comes from. Verse 31. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect and look for and hope in Him... Are you all looking for him? I'm looking for him to return. How about you? We're looking unto him while we are here in this life. But I also know soon and very soon we're going to see the king. Hallelujah. That's a blessed hope. Amen. We hope in him. Then it goes on. It says, shall change and renew their strength and their power. They shall lift up their wings and mount up close to God. As eagles mount up to the sun, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or even become tired. So the thing we want to emphasize in this scripture is the fact that we need to wait. Those who wait upon the Lord, those who look to him, expecting his word to happen and work in their lives. Those are the ones that get imparted with renewing, reviving, and refreshing. But just think about that word wait. You know, I like to look up definitions in good old Webster's. It says this, to be 
to remain like this one, to stay in place in readiness or in anticipation of. Isn't that good? Stay in place. We got a place. We got a position in God and in Jesus Christ. And we have to hold steady in the times of difficult seasons. We need to stay in place, seated at the feet of Jesus. Stay in place. Stay in the church he called you to. Stay with your own company. Amen. Stay in place in readiness or in anticipation of. It's not a weight of inactivity. It's a weight of expectation. Woo-hoo-hoo. Waiting in his presence every day with an outstretched neck, looking and expecting good to happen, looking and expecting your breakthrough to come even that very day. Amen. Now, in our society, the art of waiting has really been lost. So it's hard for Christians to grasp this concept. Of, what do you mean? I just sat down and in the presence of the Lord, I sat there and I, I'm quiet for an hour. What do you mean? I sat down and I'm not looking at my devices. I'm just looking unto him. I can't do that. What if my phone dings? What if this happens or that happens? We're not accustomed to waiting anymore. We like instant gratification. We get upset if we go to a restaurant. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We can go to a restaurant again. But if in the past, go to a restaurant and you know, the food takes 10 or 15 minutes. You're looking at your watch. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. What's taking so long? I've been here 10 minutes and they're like, uh, chill, chill, chill. It's uh, that art of waiting has been lost. What about this? Getting real impatient if the internet takes a few seconds. You hear things like, oh, this dumb internet. What's wrong with you, phone? People talking to their phone, talking to their device. Don't they know I got a schedule to keep? It's been five seconds and I have not rebooted or whatever you got to do, you know? People get angry with that. We need to learn to just chill and be patient Amen. With people, with your devices, but in the presence of the Lord, wait with anticipation and expectation. And what does he promise happens when we do that? We just read it. He will, we can exchange our weakness for his strength. That's the best exchange program you'll ever be offered. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad we can just be? That was one of the definitions of wait. Just be. Just be with him. Shut in with God. There's an old song coming up. Oldies come up in my heart sometimes when I'm preaching. I don't know where PT is. He might know this one. Shut in with God in the secret place. There in his presence, beholding his face. Gaining new power to run in the race. How I long to be shut in with God. If you got to be shut in, be shut in with God. Amen. Wait in his wonderful presence. 
That's what we're doing, even on these Sunday nights. We have a little bit more time, and we're just going to spend some time waiting in his presence. Hallelujah. But here's another great scripture. And this scripture inspired my title tonight, Streams of Refreshing is the title. And this is found in Psalms 126, verse 4, out of the Passion. Now, Lord, do it again. Restore. Everybody say restore. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until every dry heart, until our dry hearts are drenched again. Oh, Lord, do it again. Hallelujah. May streams of refreshing flow over us even in this place tonight and wherever you're watching from streams of refreshing that means there's more than one stream we experienced some streams even flowing in here tonight there was a stream there was a river of healing there are streams of joy there are streams of peace or whatever you may need hallelujah now in the bible water is a type of the holy spirit our cry is lord let it rain let it rain let it rain let streams of refreshing flow even in this place we know how important water is in the natural we have to have water to sustain life. The human body needs food, but it needs water more than it needs food. I looked this up. It said the human body can go 21 days without any food. I don't suggest you try that. I'm not saying that. Some people have and it hadn't been happy results. But for water, you can only go three to four days without water until your organs start being affected. At least 60% of the adult body is made up of water. Every living cell in the body needs water to keep functioning. Water is necessary to sustain life. In ancient times, when people would go to settle in different places, they would always look for the source of water. You'll notice there's not a lot, well, you know, in in ancient times, maybe now, because they can bring water in, but people didn't pick the hottest, driest desert place and say, oh, this looks like a great place to grow vegetables or, or to raise my family. No, they looked where there were places of water readily available. And even though our society and mankind has made a lot of progress, We still have to have water. It's a source of life. 60% of our body is made up of water. It's the same in the realm of the Spirit. As believers, we need living water. Hallelujah. We need the well of salvation. We need to drink from it freely. And there is no substitute for living water. Water. We're not supposed to be drinking 
from other rivers as a source of our nourishment. Things of this world don't qualify as living water. Anybody figure that out? Polluted rivers won't satisfy a thirsty soul. There's opportunities to become uh, completely intoxicated and drinking in a polluted waters. I won't name them, but, you know, some of the networks, <laughs> some of the media, some of the junk that you hear on the radio or on the TV. If that's what we're drinking in to satisfy us, guess what? You'll never be satisfied. It's polluted waters. Don't drink there. If all we're listening to are a bunch of talking heads on TV, we will be of most people miserable and dry spiritually. Years ago, I did a message entitled, What Have You Been Drinking? It was based on Mark chapter 4. But that's a good question for us to ask ourselves. What are we drinking in? And I'm not talking about, you know, Dr. Pepper and that kind of stuff. I'm talking about drinking in from the wells of this world instead of the well of God and the well of salvation. It is obvious in the natural when a person has been consuming an alcoholic beverage. I'm talking about water and pastor's getting thirsty over there. I am too. Sorry y'all don't have any water. We got to have a little. It's important to drink H2O. But it is, it's obvious when a person is falling down drunk under the influence of alcohol. It affects their ability to walk. To see, to think, definitely to drive. Anybody watching, anybody out here, don't ever get behind the wheel when you're drunk. Just a little mom thought out here. We won't go there. I'm not getting drunk in the first place. But anyhow, so if an alcohol wants to, an alcoholic wants to stay drunk, he's got to keep drinking, doesn't he? And I looked up this. Alcohol, one of the effects of it, they call it, Mind-altering substance. Alcohol is a mind-altering substance. It affects the way people think, the way people act, the way people say, speak. Everything is affected by this mind-altering substance. Well, there is a spiritual parallel. What we drink in through our eyes, through our ears, it will affect our heart. Our spirit man. Another old Sunday school song. Some of you might know this one. Oh, be careful little eyes what you see. Oh, be careful little ears what you hear. Oh, be careful little feet where you go. There's a father up above looking down in tender love. And he sees where we go. He sees what we're looking at. He hears what we are listening to. So we want to guard our hearts. It's so important. Why? Because of what Jesus told us is in our heart or gets in our heart. He said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. One minister said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth leaketh. So whatever gets in there in abundance is going to leak out of our mouth. Jesus, this is what he said about that living water on the inside of us. Over in John chapter 7, verse 37, he said this, On the last day, that great day of the feast, 
Jesus stood and he cried out saying, If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. Let him come where? To me and drink. And he didn't say, let him come to me and think. No, come to me and drink. Don't come to Jesus and start trying to figure this out and figure that out in your head. Just come to me and take a big drink. Drink in of that living water. If anyone is thirsty, anyone, where are we supposed to go? To him. Did you know that drinking is a personal thing? Eating is a personal thing. And we can't eat. We can eat with someone, but we can't eat for them. I can't drink water for you. I can't drink water for Pastor Nancy. I can't drink water for my husband. I can watch them get drinking the water and get refreshed and get revived, but I can't drink that and say, oh, don't you feel refreshed now? It's a personal thing. And every single day we have this opportunity. Are we going to hydrate well when it comes to the things of the spirit? Are we going to drink in of the living water? Are we going to drink from polluted waters? Well, I say we drink in from living water. Just like you don't always hydrate well in the natural. I mentioned Dr. Pepper. I like Dr. Pepper. Don't send me any ugly emails about drinking soda. Hey, in Oklahoma, I think they put it in the baby bottles. You know, you grow up drinking Dr. Pepper and sweet tea. Yeah, and that means sugar. A lot of sugar in that tea. But if that's all that you drink in is Dr. Pepper or sweet tea, you're not, your body's not going to function well. We don't always make the right choices and hydrate well in the natural. But what do you say? We do the right thing spiritually and we drink in. Jesus said it. He said it again. Come to me if you are thirsty. Drink in from this well of salvation. It is a well of salvation on the inside of us. The Bible tells us that in Isaiah chapter 12 verse 3. This is in the New King James. It says, Therefore, with joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation. You may have seen the old-fashioned well. And it could have water way, way, way down deep. We had a, a great uncle that had a, the well on their farmland. And I love to go over there because you could look way down in the well and you know you're thinking, wow, is there really any water down there? You could see it way down there. But as long as you had a bucket with a rope and a little crank on it, you could get that water out of the well. And Jesus is saying that. He, that living water's in there. Maybe so, it's been a long time since some of you have taken a drink, but it's in there. And he said, with joy shall you draw from the wells of salvation. Use that bucket to draw it up. And you know what that bucket is? It's our tongue. Use your tongue. Use your words to speak the word of God. 
praying in the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, will cause you to draw deep, deep, deep on the inside of you. Deep calls too deep. Your spirit man has the answers you need right here on the inside of you. Is that well of living water? If you're tempted to feel dry, spend some extra time praying in the Holy Ghost, building yourself up, praying in the Holy Ghost, pulling from that well of living water. And I like how it says this, with joy shall you draw from the wells of salvation. A side effect from drawing up from the waters in this well of salvation is joy. There should be a warning on this well of salvation. It should say this. If you want to say, stay sad, sorry, broke, busted, disgusted, don't drink. And then it ought to say this. Warning label. Whoever drinks from this well may experience overwhelming joy. Sorrow and mourning will flee away. Your hell will spring up speedily. Your strength will be renewed. How about this one? Peace that passes all understanding can be a result of drawing up and drinking from this well of salvation. It could also say it will taking a big drink. Warning, warning. Taking a big drink of this can cause worry and fear and anxiety to be gone. So if you want to stay full of care, full of worry, full of anxiety, don't drink from this well. But if you want to be refreshed, hallelujah. If you want to have a joy unspeakable that's full of glory, then drink a big drink. Hallelujah. Take a masombreta. Oh, take a big dose of the joy of the Lord. It is our strength. Oh, hallelujah. With joy, with joy, with joy shall we draw from the wells of salvation. Not sorrow, not discouragement. With joy. <laughs> Woo! It's a joy to drink in. Of him, of this wonderful well of salvation. And you know what? You can never drink too much. You'll never have a hangover. You'll never have any ill side effects. It's all good. Hallelujah. (laughs) Now I've seen some of you in some of our services in past where you did. It looked like you had too much to drink. One dose of the Holy Ghost, not enough. Not enough. But we're good drinkers here. And we're going to get back in that flow of being able to drink in of the Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Now, we don't have this translation of Isaiah, the Passion Translation. I have it on one of my apps. But you need to just listen because I'm going to read Isaiah chapter 12, a few of the verses out of the Passion. You can listen. You don't have to see it on the screen. In verse 3, with triumphant joy. I like that. I got happy just reading that. With triumphant joy, will you drink deeply? Drink deeply from the wells of 
salvation. We ought to be drinking deeply and drinking often. Not a little dab will do us. Amen? Now, I have never, ever been drunk on alcohol. I said something about that earlier. I'm not advocating anybody getting drunk on alcohol. But I'm sure some of you in here have. But if I were to ask our experts, Pastor Mark, <laughs> if you want to stay drunk, you got to keep drinking. The old, the old man, the old man. Now, this is just kind of funny. i got to say this. In high school, he had the nickname of Barney. And so every once in a while, with the old man would try to manifest a little bit. Not bad. But the kids would always say, that's Barney. Get Barney back in the barnyard or something, you know. <laughs> if, if, if Dad was acting out of the love walk, which not very often. But the other day, uh, James and Esther, by the way, are coming to see us next weekend. Woohoo! And Eden. And she's heard her dad refer to Papa as Barney, just kind of lovingly. And she asks him, Dad, is Barney Papa's middle name? <laughs> she thought he was Mark Barney Thomas. <laughs> Anyhow, I distracted myself and all of you as well. But no, if a drunk was... Thank you for that, Thank you for that. Thank you, notes. That was good. (laughs) None of you call him Pastor Barney. That was the old man. Hallelujah. But if a drunk wants to stay drunk, he's got to keep drinking. Many people have this testimony... I was filled with the Holy Ghost 20 years ago. Or I spoke in tongues 50 years ago. Was denotes a past tense. And I'm happy that you was filled 20 years ago. But did you know is filled is better. Amen. We don't want to live in the past. We want to say, yay, thank God what he did back then. He's still doing today. The Holy Ghost is still available to take a big drink of today. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, Father, tonight we want to just take in a big dose of the Holy Ghost. Deep drinkers. Drink deeply. Don't you like that? Drink deeply. Glory be to God. And then in the rest of this passage, I want to read real quickly in Isaiah 12. Again, once we take in a big drink, then we can reflect to others how awesome He is. It's all about us drinking in so it can flow out. Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of what? Living water. When we're full, we can share it with those around us. So verse 4, just listen. It says, in that glorious day, You will say one to another, give thanks to the Lord and ask him for more. He just said, drink deeply. Now he's saying, ask for more, more. And once we ask for more, then he says, once you get more, tell the world about all that he does. Let them know how magnificent 
He is. Sing praises to the Lord, for He has done marvelous wonders. Let His fame be known throughout the earth. In verse 6, give out a shout of cheer. Sing for joy, O people of Zion, for great and mighty is the Holy One of Israel. Glory be to God. Drink deeply. Give God praise. Shout unto Him. Give Him cheer. And let the world know how magnificent, how marvelous our God is. Glory be to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. You are great. And you are greatly to be praised. Lord, we magnify and we worship you. I know that your people have come tonight not just to hear the word that's been good, but they've come to take another drink and another dose of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) So let's all stand to our feet right now. Oh, we thank you, Lord. 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 Thank Thank you, Lord. Times of refreshing in your wonderful presence. Streams, streams of refreshing. Let it flow to your people now. Glory, glory, glory be to God. Glory be to God. And Lord, we just take every single opportunity to drink in that you even in this place tonight oh we thank you Lord over in Ephesians chapter 5 this is really what this night is about in Ephesians chapter 5 and I didn't give them this verse but verse 16 it says making the very most of the time buying up each opportunity because the days are evil Therefore, do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. People say it all the time. I just want to know. What is the will of the Lord? Well, here you go. Verse 18 is the will of the Lord. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Be being filled. What does that denote? That denotes it's a continuous thing, like we've been talking about. It's not a one-time drink. It's drinking deeply and drinking often. Hallelujah. Oh, ho, ho, ho. so let's just lift our hands right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> if you pray in the Holy Ghost, just go ahead and just start worshiping Him, praying in the Holy Ghost. 
Oh, we do what the verse said. We Oh, we're going to be being filled. We take this opportunity tonight. Hallelujah. To drink in. Drink in from those streams. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And open your hearts wide. Open your hearts wide. No se bakunda de Oh, na 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 ba sobre. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Filled to overflowing. Hallelujah. With joy. With joy. With joy. With joy. Go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. And just see. See it. See it. See by the eye of faith as you are praying in the Holy Ghost. You're drawing. Drawing up. Drawing up. From the wells of salvation. And some of you, some of you, your joy level, your joy level is low. Oh, if it were like a car gauge, a gas gauge, it would be over in the E zone. But as you pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh my, right now, that joy, that joy is rising up on the inside. The Bible says in Acts 13, 52 of the disciples, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and with joy. Joy is a byproduct of praying in the Holy Ghost. You can't get such a thing as a sad Holy Ghost. Oh, no. <laughs> He's not sad. He hath made me glad. He hath made me glad. Oh, my, my, my. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. There needs to be some rejoicing right now. So that, ha, 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 ha. Drink in. Drink in. If you need to, just go ahead and go. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, we rejoice in you. We rejoice in you. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for refreshing your people tonight. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Y'all just want to wait a little bit longer in his presence. Hallelujah. PT, if you guys want to go ahead and sing something, that'd be great. Let's just wait upon the Lord just a little bit longer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
and thirsty people, to those that are spiritually hungry. Oh, Lord, we have that opportunity to carry living water, to let it flow out of us. Join me right now, just for a few moments. We want to just pray. Unless you have something right now. Lord, we pray. It just came up in my heart that we are God's carriers of living water. Years ago, a good friend of ours, Keith Hershey, Reverend Keith Hershey, preached a sermon called God's Water Boys. We are God's water boys. Every day we come in contact with people that are spiritually parched. They're dead spiritually. They're dry. Our land needs a refreshing. So, Father, right now, we pray. We pray, Lord, that we would be your instruments. We would be carriers of that living water. Oh, my, my, my. Lord, we pray for those outside these four walls. Lord, we pray. Maybe you have family members, you know, friends that do not know the Lord. Lord, we lift up the lost. We lift up the dry. We lift up the thirsty right now. And we ask you, Lord, for anointed labors. And we say, Lord, here are we. We will be anointed labors. We will pray. We will go. We will say. We will bring refreshing. We ourselves, Lord, we get refreshed in your presence. And And we get satisfied in your word. And then we will bring it to those around us. Hallelujah. Oh, my, my, my. We pray, Lord, over the lost. The lost. The lost. Those that don't know you. Oh, my, my, my. Lord, here we are. Here we are. Hallelujah. We make ourselves available to be your instruments of righteousness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's go ahead and give voice to those prayers. Let's give voice. Praise God. Praise God. Bring that verse up about drenched again. I don't know which one it was. I got something in my spirit. How many of you know that the hand of the Lord is not short? No, it isn't. The hand of the Lord is upon us tonight. Amen. Amen. Say with me, the hand of the Lord is not shortened. The hand of the Lord is upon us tonight. Amen. So in Psalms 126, in verse 4, as she read that a little earlier from the Passion Translation, I want us to pray this together. Let's go ahead. Amen. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Do it again. Do it again. Restore unto us, Restore unto us. our former glory. May streams of your fresh refreshing flow over us until our hearts are drenched again. <laughs> drenched.
drenched, drenched, drenched. That's what happens when you drink deeply. You get drenched and you get refreshed. Ah, and the Spirit of the Lord, I believe, quickened me this thought. The hand of the Lord is not short. Now, we're not doing a lot of laying hands on right now, but just because we're not doesn't mean he's not. You hear that? Just because we're not does not mean he's not. And what was quickened to me as Brenda was praying and teaching such a wonderful message that oftentimes we pray corporately asking the Lord to stretch forth his hand to heal. Do we not? We, we send the word and the word goes and it heals and it delivers and it sets free. Well, if the hand of the Lord is not shortened, which means the hand of the Lord is not limited. He's not limited to filling his people that are somewhat empty, not saying any of you tonight, he's not limited by man laying hands on you. For for the hand of the Lord is not shortened. And if we pray for him to stretch forth his hand to heal, why couldn't we ask him to stretch forth his hand to fill? <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Let's ask him right now. If you're here tonight and you need a fresh infusion, if you need a fresh filling of the Lord, or if you just want to get fuller, praise God. Raise both of your hands right now. Oh, Father. Pastor Tom, ask him to stretch forth his hand to fill. Fill. Stretch forth your hand, Lord. Stretch forth your hand, Lord. Oh, your, your, your hand. And fill. And fill. And fill once again. And fill. And fill. And fill and fill and heal and fill and heal, oh Lord. Stretch forth your hand, Lord. Stretch your hand forth. Heaven comes down and touches people now. Reaching. The weary, restoring strength now, oh, reaching the weary, reaching the hurting right now. Stretch forth your hand, stretch forth your hand, stretch forth your hand, stretch forth your hand. Lord, thank you, thank you. Can you sense it? 
can you sense him? Hey, passo parte con i chiacrete. Chi non ha mandrola la basci è secreto. the Lord extended the hand of the Lord revealed the arm of the Lord never weary he upholds you now he upholds you now he upholds you now he upholds you now You've got us now You've got us now He's got you now Hollow of his hand yeah <laughs> He's got you now <laughs> He's got you now He won't let go of his hold on you He's got you now He's got you now mm. Drenched again Filled again Filled with all the fullness of God Breke sabro kofashele Hallelujah Experiencing the fullness of His Spirit Hallelujah Enjoying the fullness of His Spirit Oh, breke samande. Just keep drinking a while. Kamatola brakaya. If you haven't drank for a while, sometimes you gotta just keep drinking. Ha ha. Oh, makelite yama somolinde. Speaking to yourselves. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Making melody in your heart to the Lord. The thing that I'm impressed with is this. We must give action to the hand of the Lord that desires to fill us. The way that we give action to that is we open our heart and we participate. It's just like the day where the power of the Lord came among the scribes and the Pharisees in a place where Jesus was teaching. The power of the Lord came to heal them, but none of them got healed. Because none of them were in faith. And none of them were in expectancy. But oh, thank God, there was one who got healed. Because he had four crazy friends. He let them down through the roof. Now if reasoning and complacency and a lack of activity in our spirit would cause the power of the Lord to be deactivated, even though it was present, it's the same thing with being filled with the Spirit. And I say that tonight because corporately it's easier. But in your home, you've got to press in and just keep drinking and just keep singing and just keep dancing and just keep shouting. Praise God. I want the power of the Lord to fill me tonight. How about you? So let's activate His power just for a few more moments tonight. Let's say thank you, Lord. The hand of the Lord is here. 
The power of the Lord is filling me now. Woo, glory to God. Filled, filled with all the fullness of God. Hallelujah. The richest measure of His divine presence becoming a body wholly filled and flooded with God Himself. Drenched again. Praise God. Remember when Brother Hagin would travel throughout the United States doing Holy Ghost meetings, you could hear him say more than once, drunk again. It's good to get drunk in the Spirit. Amen. PT, you got anything else? Are you good? We can get in the river, but maybe that's yeah. later. Praise the Lord. Are we get in the river? Yeah. I think we're in the river. Yeah. <laughs> we are in the river. That's right. Let's just go ahead and be seated for a moment. We'll sing as we go. We'll